You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Talking League. G'day guys, welcome to Around the Traps, your weekly NRL fantasy news source for the week. I'm your host TK and I hope you're enjoying all the team previews me and the boys have been dropping. This week we dropped the Raiders, Tigers and the Bulldogs and we've got Souths coming up on Saturday. Next week we'll complete it all with the Broncos, Roosters, Titans and the Manly Sea Eagles. Now the Talking League Cup, that's out now. The overall league, come jump in with me and all the other listeners. It's going to be pretty fun during the season. All the details are in the episode notes or just hit us up on the socials. If you want some help with your team, please feel free to reach us out on our DMs. Talking League Pod on Facebook and Instagram and Talking League One on Twitter. Plenty of happening news this week. We'll start with the Cowboys. Now Todd Payton, he had his media conference up there in Townsville. Be able to find that one on NRL.com on the Cowboys website. Now, in summary, he loves Chad Townsend, loves his leadership and the professionalism he's brought to the team. Also had to mention that Jonathan Thurston's been mentoring the halves, so some good action there. Didn't give too much away in terms of the two young edges, both Lukey and Nanai. He did call them kids quite a quite a few times, so that wasn't the best thing, and also them needing to find consistency. So just looking at the squad, I still think one starts, one comes off the bench. Gave a nice rap for Val Holmes and the way he's applying himself to the new centre position. Also spoke of Jason Tamulolo, and he wants more responsibly, wants responsibility, and he also wants to be captain of the team. So it's interesting with Lolo. Does he have bounce-back factor at age 28, I think it is? You know, we all know he's got skills, and if he can apply himself, you know, at 600K, Maybe he's someone that we have a look at after a couple of games, maybe round three or four, if he's really applied himself in those first couple of games. Now, he also mentioned the whole team is now vaccine compliant, which also means Jason Tamiololo. So he'll be there for round one. Now, Michael Maguire, he had an interview in the Telegraph. Did seem to be done pre-Christmas, most of these interviews were. A little bit of news on Adam Dewey, expects him back around round 10. So that's not great news for Jackson Hastings fans. I did put Jackson in Trap City, anyway, in the Tigers pod. So just check that out for a little bit more details. Had all his Super League numbers in there. What I did like was the way he spoke about Peach and him adding a difference at training. Peach has been training between Lock and 5'8", but I'm a huge fan of Tyrone Peachy. If he does get that 13, I think at 528K and that mid-dual half, sorry, mid-half jewel and a break-even at 42, I do do see some value there if he starts in that 13. Me and Corby were very high on him in the West Tigers preview. He did average 50 last year playing at lock. Did play quite a few games there, and it's only off 61 minutes. He can rack up points and rack them up quickly. I think he just does add a little bit of X factor. So stay tuned. I would love to see a potential mid of Stefano, Twali, and Peachy. I see a little bit of balance and a bit of X factor there. Speaking of the Tigers, Stefano, Corby will be loving this one. He's resigned with the Tigers. His extension taking him to 2025. Check out the pod for what our analysis is on him. But I can see Hus 2.0 in the making here. And I'm projecting a good 55. So great money to be made in the big man, Stefano. Now, Roosters coach 
Trent Robinson, he had a chat with the telly as well. Pretty brief chat, but two things. One, he's firm that Sam Verrills is his number nine, and he also talked up the combo between Teddy and Kiri. So Roosters pod will be available early next week, and we do deep dive into guys like Sam Walker, Cody, uh, sorry, Connor Watson, and Luke Kiri in particular. Now, for me, one's a stud, one's a dud, and one's living in Trap City. So stay tuned for that one. Moving on, uh, South Sydney, Damien Cook. He had some very interesting comments. Usually he's pretty quiet when he talks about his game, but... He, quote, says he's looking forward to the extra responsibility with Adam Reynolds gone and expressing his game more this year. Now, given his track record, I was always always huge on Cook given Harry Grant was out for round one. So that's kind of back in my call. I was already projecting him around 60. So anything above that is huge news for everyone that's owning Cook. And he's a little bit less owned in comparison to Harry Grant as well. So get around him. Nelson Asofa, Solomona, he's crossed the line and returned to training, which means he's now double-vaxxed. Victorian COVID rules had banned unvaccinated professional athletes from using team facilities. So two things that probably, two players that would get really hurt potentially from this is we've spoken about Josh King and also Tapai Moora. Now, Moora was never going to be someone that you made us huge money or made us big points, but he would have been a nice emergency filler. Josh King, we were expecting some bigger minutes from him, so maybe he's going to get that kind of taken back. So we're going to have to watch that. He's had a little bit of an awkward price, just above 300K as well. Now, George Burgess, he had an interview on NRL.com. He said his hip surgery was a great success, and he's, he's in good shape. He's in really probably the best he's felt in years. Now, the biggest issue in terms of George, we all know the ability he has. You know, he's one of the best props in the world prior to leaving to England. Now, the biggest issue I feel is Jack Bird moving to lock. Jack DeBellin will then move to prop, and he's going to need 50 minutes, 50 to maybe 55 minutes. You've got Josh Maguire returning from suspension, I think it's around five or six. They've signed State of Origin prop in Francis Molo. Aaron Woods comes over, Daniel Alvaro, and then last year starter, Blake Laurie as well. So many mouths to feed. So Burgess has a pretty decent career PPM of 0.89. 2019 was his last season and in the NRL. He averaged 20. He dropped back to 29 minutes, pretty much coming off the bench. So I think that does put things in perspective a little bit. He's 30 years old now. He's coming off a really major hip injury. So I think if he does make the team, it'll be a little bit more of an impactful role off the bench. Playing lower minutes, I don't think it's the gun that you're going to see from the 2014 Premiership. Now, at 350K and a break-even at 28, you think this is probably someone that you probably want to be avoiding, particularly with the 6% ownership. Like, there's not much upside to this guy. All right, turning to the doggies. Now, we dropped our do- uh, podcast well, on Thursday about uh, the preview there. Now, there have been a Tamworth camp this, this week, and a few doggies fans have been taking photos of a lot of their scrimmages. And from uh, the photos that I've seen... It does look like Jack Hetherington is training on the right edge. He was wearing the number, I think, 12 or 11 bib from memory. So it does look like he's going to get first crack in the trials, and we all know that Trent Barrett loves him as well. Now, don't get too excited. It is Some of this information I'm going to give you, you're probably going to get excited. Now, he started round 25. He scored 55 on the edge. He scored a try, though, but... Be aware, he played the Tigers. He pretty much didn't want to be there the last round. and But don't go buying Hetherington just yet. 424K, he's only marked as a mid at this stage. Maybe keep an eye on him during the trials, maybe as a maybe for a draft player to pop him on the bench or something like that. And I've got to be honest, I watched him play for the Warriors on an edge and he, he went pretty good. And that was just in his loan season. But I think the major issue for Trent Barron in this one, TPJ and Hetherington as an edge pairing. 
disaster in the making. Judiciary record and carryover. So you can only imagine the potential for them to be suspended in the same game. So I did mention Chris Patola. He's in the background there. I think he probably will jag a bench place, but just someone to be familiar with because at some stage when you think about the craziness of both TPJ and the Hetherington, you need to have keep someone up your sleeve. So Chris Patola, keep him up your sleeve. All right, turning to the Titans, they've named Tino as the, the official new skipper. Now we're going to drop a Titans preview next week, but... I don't know. It's a bit of a disaster in making a 21-year-old captain with a spine with a handful of games between them. I just don't know where Justin Holbrook's taking this one, but they're either going to be a very, very just open-minded attacking team or it's going to fall in an absolute heap. So hopefully it's the first one because I'd love to see a very attacking young team come through. Now, apologies also on last week's Around the Traps. I said Toby Sexton was to be scratched out as a utility. I was meant to say Tanner Boyd, so silly mistake by me, but I do apologize for any confusion on that one. The last one on the news is rumors that James Seguiaro is looking at making an NRL comeback with the reserve grade team of Manly, which is the Blacktown Workers. Now, he's 31, hasn't played in two years. He last played for the Broncos in 2019, where he was coming off the bench for them. He averaged 24 fantasy points of 33 minutes, which is decent, but when you consider his age, activity, and what Manly probably need him to do, don't get too excited on this one. All right, the NRL, they've announced some rule changes. Probably the two from this week was a free interchange rule. The free interchange will only be granted in instances of foul play where the offending player is sin-binned or sent off. Now, a free interchange will no longer apply when a player is placed on report. Now, injury stoppages, with the exception of hand injuries, only a referee, touch judge, or the bunker will be permitted to stop play for an injury. Now, trainers will retain the ability to stop play where a head injury has occurred. Medical trainers will continue to have unlimited access to the field at any time to treat any injured player. All right. Moving on, injuries. The only one this week was terrible luck for Raiders Young Gun Centre, Harley Smith-Shields. He's unfortunately done his ACL. Now, the NRL physio is saying there was 14 ACLs last year. Now, while Harley is probably a fourth string at the Raiders in terms of centres, he was a handy prospect. In his limited appearance of nine games, he did score four tries. He's 22 years old, so we wish him well. I did speak to Jared Croker today, and he'll be coming on the podcast for a chat in the coming weeks as well. Now, uh, just to finish up, the NRL COVID stats were released on the Sydney Morning Herald. And having a look is probably something to keep up your sleeve in terms of, well, we don't know too much about COVID and when it can come back, but it's always good to see who has been affected the most, I guess. Now, the Sydney Roosters, they're the first club to report that all players have had COVID. Parramatta are pretty close as well. The only player that hasn't had it at this stage is Nathan Brown. The Bulldogs are Knights are 95% of the squad done. Tigers, 90%. Dragons and Rabbitohs, 88%. The least affected by COVID at this stage has been Cronulla and Manly. They're at 60% and Penrith at 65%. All right, guys, that was the news for this week. Like I said, Talking League Cup, that's out now. So the overall league, come jump in with me and all the other listeners. All the details will be in the show notes or just hit us up on the socials. Please keep in touch via the direct messages, Twitter and Facebook, sorry, Instagram and Facebook, Talking League Pod and Talking League One on Twitter. All right, guys, that is a round of traps for this week. Enjoy your weekend.